good morning everybody. You are alive this morning, that's fantastic. It's great to be here, isn't it? It's good to be in the presence of God this morning. We had our family barbecue yesterday. Uh, 16 people, all to get, all to, all there, you know, some Christians, some non-Christians, just having our annual barbecue together. And while I was frantically cooking chicken, they were paying for burgers. And you can imagine just what it was like. And the carnage, thank you, I'll fall over that. And the carnage, the carnage afterwards was just, you can, just dishes everywhere. Things everywhere. Sausages on the floor. All sorts of stuff. And when they all went home, isn't it great when they go home? Isn't it great? When they all went home, we said, oh, thank you. Thank you. And it was done for another year. And went to bed, staggered into bed. And when I woke up this morning when the alarm went off, I thought, who am I? And a little voice from under the duvet said, I'm exhausted. Who am I? And so I want to ask the question this morning, who am I? And if you forget everything else I say this morning, I want you to take this to heart. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. Well, we've all got a story to tell. Am I too loud? No? I, mean, oh, what? I sound loud to myself. We've all got a story to tell. And I'll tell you a little bit of my story, just very briefly this morning. And so, if I actually bring up my CV, that's the best thing to do, isn't it? My name is David John Taylor. I was born in Cardiff in 1947. Now, put your fingers away, because that makes me 27. Okay? I'm, I'm 27 today, and while I'm up here, I'm 27. Afterwards, you can question it, but I'm 27. And so, from a very early age, I had the desire to keep chickens. Now, don't ask me why, but I did. And so, my dad got an allotment, and we had chickens. We had hens, and we had table chickens, and I looked after them, and I fed them, and I did the other bits as well, and, and we had chickens. And so it wasn't, it wasn't a surprise that when I actually got through my exams in grammar school, just, I then went to agricultural college and I trained in the National Institute of Poultry Husbandry and became a poultry specialist. I spent my whole life working with turkeys, chickens, ducks and geese. Now see, that makes you laugh, doesn't it? It makes you laugh. But that's what I wanted to do and that's exactly what I did. And each one of you has done something different in your life. But as I remember what I have done, you can just for a moment remember what you have done. What were you? Were you an accountant? We need one. Oh, by the way, Dorothy is not retiring in November. She's not allowed to retire in November. She retires in March next year. But we need help from November onwards. So just put that, put that plain. So if you don't think that she's going to just leave us, she's not. Uh, um, and so there we are anyway that was my life and so I then started to work and I got a job in the poultry in, in, in the poultry industry and everything went very well until the company was bought out and then I was made redundant so unfortunately I was deported to Norfolk <laughs> in 1983 and I've been here ever since, working with, you've got it, turkeys, chickens, ducks, and geese. And because I'm only 27, I'm not allowed to retire yet, 
And so I'm a member of the unretired and I'm still working with. Two people awake. Fantastic. That's, that, that's great. That's amazing. That's really, really good. So that's my story. And every one of you have got a story of your own that you could tell. Different things that you've done in your lives, different, different jobs that you've done, different paths that you've taken. But there's one thing I haven't told you about myself, and perhaps I ought to tell you. And sometimes I'm a little, a little shy to talk about this. But, I, I, well, I'll tell you. I'm actually related to royalty. Yeah, I am. I'm actually related to royalty because, do you know what? I'm a child of the king. I'm a child of the king. Some of us are awake this morning. I'm a child of the king. If you're a child of the king, put your hand up. Put your hand up. If you're a child of the king, stand up, if you can. Are you a child of the king this morning? Are you a child of the king this morning? Fantastic. You can sit down and Chris, you can tell Steve, we've had the best, we've had the best testimony service we're ever going to have here because everybody's given their testimony this morning with children of the king. Isn't that amazing that we are children of the king? And we're children of the king because Jesus died on the cross, he rose again and he made the way available for us to actually uh, serve him and to live with him. I better put my glasses on so I stick to my notes otherwise we'll be talking about chickens, turkeys, ducks and geese for the whole, whole morning and we don't want to do that. And so this morning we come into the presence of the living God. That's why we're here this morning to come and to meet with Him. To share time with Him and to just praise Him and adore Him and just give Him the praise of our hearts because we are children of the King. When we accept Jesus into our lives, we become part of the family of God. And this morning, many of us will have done, done that, and we are able to come and to share time with each other, share time with him, and to worship and adore him. Scripture says we are heirs of the Father and joint heirs with the Son. And so this morning, I'm related to royalty, I'm a child of the king, and many of you here are this morning. You've given your testimony this morning, never thought you'd do that this morning, did you? But you have, because we're children of the king. But sometimes, we forget who we are. Yeah? That's right, isn't it? Sometimes, we forget who we are. And so the first thing is this, remember who you are, when the trials and the testings come. Remember who you are when the trials and the testings come. Well, what's testing? Testing is uncomfortable. It's unpleasant. It's disruptive. It's disappointing. It's disjointing. But what is it? Testing, according to Scripture, is being purified in the fire. Being broken down, being heated up, being changed melted and reshaped into something that is different to what we currently are. And it hurts. And it hurts. But remember who you are. Testing is a time when all things are stripped away. When old ideas, old ideals and dreams are sent back to the past. Because we can't live in the past. We live in today. 
and testing is a time when old philosophies are made redundant it's a time when we come to terms with that we will never be the same again tomorrow is gone today is here and we are sometimes tested in the things of life it's a time when we have to relearn the will of God for our lives we might have done something for many many years in a certain way and a certain philosophy but in the testing we have to learn that we have to be different we have to remember who we are we're children of the king and we're moving forward in him if we're faithful and if we listen to the voice of God we learn a lot more than we knew before trouble is we think we know more than God sometimes don't we I know what I need Lord I know what my needs are I know what I want to do Lord if we listen to the voice of God then we learn more than we knew before and one thing I've learned in my life is this that God doesn't always answer my prayers in the way that I accept that I expect God doesn't answer my prayers the way that I want him to answer he answers them in the way that he wants to answer them for his name's sake an example of testing you will know so well is Jesus when he was baptized in the Jordan what a wonderful time what a fantastic experience and the Holy Spirit came down like a dove and rested on him and it was fantastic amazing oh wow if only we could have been there if only we could have experienced that with him what if he had wanted to stay there what if he hadn't wanted to allow God to move in his life Father God what if he had just wanted to wallow in that experience and never move on Jesus knew that he had to be obedient to the Father he had to listen to what God's plan was which he already knew and he knew that he had to move on into the wilderness into the 40 days of temptation for our sake and Jesus went through the temptation having had the wonderful experience of the Holy Spirit resting upon his shoulders he then went into temptation for 40 days and 40 nights and he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights I can't go without a cup of tea God does wonderful things if Jesus hadn't been tested then Satan would never have been defeated if Jesus hadn't been tested we wouldn't be here today children of the king if we look at Job boy did that man go through it Job was a man who had everything you know the story as well as I do he had wealth, he had health he had family, he had lands he had sheep, he had cattle he had absolutely everything that he could possibly want and Satan said I want him and God said you can't have him because I will protect him but I will allow you to test him I will allow you to do what you can you can take his possessions you can take his health you can take his wealth but you can't take his life we're children of the king this morning and nobody can take our life away from us we are children of the king we, have, we are safe in God's hands 
no matter what the world will throw at us we are secure in him and so Job really went through it and you know the story all his wealth and his health was taken away and he ended up almost a pauper but you know what he was able to say I know that my redeemer lives I know that my redeemer lives isn't that amazing could you say that could I say that I know that my redeemer lives even though he slays me yet will I trust him I'm a child of the king Job was a child of the king and nobody can take our life away from us sometimes you know when the testing and the trials comes we forget that we are the children of God don't we it's so easy isn't it to forget that we are the children of God and there are times of trouble times of bereavement times of illness times of financial problems you name it we've all experienced them and we still experience them and we will experience them because we live in a fallen world but it's so easy sometimes to forget that we are the children of the king we are the children of one thing we do tend to forget is this that God is always omnipresent what does that mean? God's always with us, no matter where we are no matter what we are, no matter who we are God is always with us it's us that move away from him when the times of trials and testing come and so no matter what experiences we're going through this morning and many of us going through many different things never ever forget your life is secure in God because we are children of the King and secondly remember who we are in the times of joy and triumph now when life's going well isn't it good isn't it fantastic life's going really well and I'm on top form and everything is happening right do I need God? Do I need God? I'm not doing it all by myself. Look at my life. It's wonderful. I wish. I wish. I wish. It's so dangerous to forget in the times of excitement and the times of pure joy and the times when things are going so well for us that we are children of the King. And we must never ever forget that we are His children and we are born into his kingdom to worship him and to adore him and to praise his name and worship is not just singing though it's a big part of it we sing worship songs songs of worship and praise we sang some this morning faithful one so unchanging you are my rock in times of trouble faithful one we sing, we praise, we worship but worship is more than that worship is giving our hearts and our lives to God in our experiences, in our service, in our servitude to him, we are born to worship him. The little chorus goes like this, I want to worship the Lord with all of my heart. Lift up my heart, not just a part. Give him my all, not just a part. Lift up my hands, 
to the King of Kings praise him in everything do you know sometimes our hands are stuck at our sides aren't they sometimes we just don't get that freedom when we worship the Lord even when we're singing our songs of triumph sometimes our hands are stuck at our sides I want to worship the Lord with all of my heart when I realize what God has done for me what he's given me how he's changed my life how he's led me through many many different things I want to worship the Lord and so as we come into his presence this morning we are freely able to worship him oh that we could just raise our hands in adoration and praise and worship God because of who he is whether times are good or whether times are bad lift up my hands to the king of kings praise him in everything and thirdly remember who you are when you're transferring now what do I mean by that what do I mean about transferring well I'll explain it to you like this have we got anybody here this morning called Harry we haven't that's great because I want to talk to you about happy Harry Okay. now you've all met happy Harry happy Harry and his wife Harriet they're the couple that come into church with a big black cloud over their head Okay, and in they come to church and we say oh no 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 please no and five minutes with Harry and we're so depressed oh dear we're so depressed because when we meet we communicate with each other our body language sends out signals to each other we don't have to say anything we don't have to do anything it's who we are and what we are and as the children of the king we shouldn't be like happy Harry and Harriet we should be full of joy and praise and so thrilled to meet with each other children of the king brothers and sisters in the name of the Lord Jesus and then there's Amen Annie have you met Amen Annie Amen Annie is always on fire she's the sort of person that you like to talk to she's the sort of person that when you've had a few words with Annie you feel lifted up you feel great you feel so much better because her demeanour is one of joy and of love and filled with the presence of God I wonder how many Harrys we've got here this morning I wonder how many I wonder, I wonder how many Annies we've got here this morning I, I felt led this morning to actually tell you something about the pastorate I didn't know Chris was going to be here so sorry Chris you're going to have to put up with this because I believe it's right and so I'm going to do it okay so just shut your ears for five five minutes people say being the pastor is the easiest job in the world let me tell you now it's the most difficult job in the world it's the most thankless job in the world it's the hardest job in the world when I was a pastor someone said to me once well it's alright for you you're a pastor you don't have any problems it's great you know let me tell you pastors are human and they have many problems of their own just like we do remember who we are remember the problems remember life as it is in this fallen world 
But not only does the pastor have his own problems, he has yours as well. Good job he needs a holiday, I tell you. Because sometimes some of the problems we lay on him just too much to bear. It's true, isn't it? And you know, when you stand up here, as pastors do every week, and preach to this congregation, it's amazing what you see. Now let me tell you one or two of the little things that you see when you stand up here and preach. Bob knows this as well as I do. You've got Happy Harry. Oh dear. Don't look at Happy Harry. One thing they teach you in Bible college is don't look at Happy Harry. Because if you want to be depressed, if you want your sermon to flop, if you want God's word to just fall down the hole, don't look at Happy Harry. One good thing about it is, Happy Harry will soon fall asleep. Okay, so don't look at Happy Harry. Harriet, well, try not to look at her because out comes a phone. Just check the emails. And there's the pastor preaching his heart out. Spent all week producing a sermon. And there's Harriet checking her email. It's right, Bob, isn't it? Absolutely right. We've seen it, haven't we? Who's awake this morning? Who's asleep this morning? We were always taught to look for Annie. Fix your eyes on Annie. Fix your eyes on Jesus, first of all. But fix your eyes on Annie. Because she will give you the inspiration you need to bring God's word to the fellowship. It's right. It's absolutely right. Now, when I came in the church this morning, I was accosted by our friend on the PA desk who was grumbling and groaning because Wales beat England in the rugby yesterday. <laughs> Amen! <laughs> Rubbish. We're fantastic. We won. You can say what you like. We won. But do you know what? When they scored that final try that gave victory to Wales, everybody sat down and they said, hmm, they did they went, hey! <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about Norwich City, but perhaps I won't. Perhaps I won't. When Norwich City scored that goal yesterday, did everybody go, no, they didn't. Can I do it again? Shall I? Yay! Turn me off now. Why is it that if we can do it at Carroll Road, we can't do it at Whitard Road? I ask you a question. It's a serious question. I know I make light of it, but it's a serious question. Why, if we can raise our hands at Whitard, at Carroll Road, we struggle to do it at Whitard Road? when the pastor week after week after week is bringing us God's word he spent time and effort and it comes to his punchline if you like the thing that God really wants to lay on your heart and little Annie in the corner says Amen pastor Amen pastor that's all you get silence no come on we're children of the king we need to support our pastor on this platform week after week for visiting speaking it's easy you come in you preach your sermon you go away but when you come week after week feeding the flock you need to know that you've got the support and the attention of the children of the king 
who are here to worship and adore his precious name. Sorry Chris, I had to say that because it's, it's important. We need to be alive. We need to be awake. We need to remember why we're here. We're here because we are children of the King and we've come to worship the Lord and to share time with each other. Do you ever have that feeling that whatever you're going through at this particular point in time that nobody cares? You feel like that sometimes? We have a little pity party all with ourselves and we say nobody cares, nobody understands. Well, let me tell you this morning we're children of the King. We are children of the King. And Satan's biggest lie is that nobody cares. They're lies. They're lies. We're children of the King. We are joint heirs with Jesus. We have someone to turn to. But it also goes back to the point about transferring. What do we transfer to each other? Are we caring? Are we loving? Or are we like Happy Harry? Don't let's be Happy Harrys this morning. Let's love each other as much as we can. We're all different people. We all have different personalities. We all have different likes and dislikes. But we're all children of the King. You, you might have heard this story before, but I'll, I'll tell it again. Forgive me if you have heard it. But there was, there was many years ago in a foreign country, many, many miles away, and it wasn't Scotland, Dorothy, so don't worry. Okay. It, there was a man and his daughter said, I want to get married. And so, immediately, his mind started to work. Oh my goodness, what's this going to cost me? How much am I going to have to pay? How am I going to do it? And then he saw the guest list that she pulled together. And he said, I'm never going to manage this all on my own. How am I going to do it? Then he had a bright idea. He said, I know what I'll do. We'll make, we'll make a bit of a feature of something within the wedding breakfast and that will help me with the cost. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask every single person who's on the guest list to bring a bottle of wine to the feast. And I'm going to have a big vat and I'm going to put it in the front and when they come in I'm going to ask them to pour the wine into the vat. And so the day of the wedding came and everybody came and everybody brought the bottle and they all came in and they all took the top off ceremonially and poured it into the vat. Put the bottle in the place that was put there for it and there were many bottles. Different shaped bottles, different sizes of bottles, different contents of bottles and there they were. And as the wedding breakfast got underway, the father looked back and thought this is good this is good the plan that I had has come to fruition and we are here it's all done and there's plenty of wine to serve the guests and so he got up and ceremonially went to the vat dipped his cup into the vat and took it out and took a drink and you all know the answer don't you it was all water because one man thought well everybody else is taking wine I won't bother 
But then the other person thought, everybody else is taking wine, I won't bother. And somebody else said, well, everybody else is taking wine, I won't bother. And so they ended up with nothing. They ended up with nothing. Just water. It's a joke. But Matthew 18 teaches us that we should love one another. We should love one another. And we should serve God to the best of our ability. As a child of the king, I want to live amongst giants who bless me. Don't you? I want to live amongst giants who bless me. I don't want to live amongst pygmies that make me miserable. I don't want to live with Harry. Oh no, Harry. I want to be with people who bless me. And this morning, I ask you a very serious question. You've had a laugh. But I ask you this question. What have you brought to the party this morning? Oh. Oh, hang on a minute. That's a bit different, isn't it? That's not quite so funny. What have you brought to the party this morning? Have you brought praise and adoration to our God? Have you brought worship? Have you brought love for somebody that needs to be loved? And there are people going through many difficult things in the time that just need an arm around the shoulder. Have we brought love? Have we brought expectation that we're going to see God move? We've talked about the Holy Spirit this morning and the Holy Spirit can do such amazing things if only we will allow him to do so. Have we brought a desire to serve God? Have we brought a desire to do more for God than we've done before? Or have we come like an empty bottle of water that needs to be refilled? And so very seriously for a few minutes, let's just think about that. God has given us new life. He's given us everything that we could possibly want. He's given us life eternal. Yes, we live in a fallen world and we suffer the things of the fallen world. But we are children of the King. And this morning, ask yourself the question, who am I? Who am I? It's easy to look at somebody else and say who they are. Who am I? What have I brought to the party this morning? What am I going to do for God today? How am I going to bless somebody else this day? Who am I? Remember who you are, with children of the King. Let's just close our eyes for a few moments, shall we? As we ponder the question, remember who you are. What have I brought to the party this morning? What have I brought that's going to bless my fellow brothers and sisters? What have I brought that's going to be honouring and praiseworthy to my God and my Saviour? And we're children of the King. It might be that you've come to church for many years and yet you've never actually made that commitment to let God rule in your life. Remember who you are. Are you a child of the King or are you not a child of the King? If you're not, this is the time. Just come before God and say, Lord, come into my life. 
I want to be part of your family. And Satan will say, all the things that you've got to give up to be a Christian, no, that's rubbish. What he doesn't say is all the benefits that we get by being part of the family of God. Life eternal. Life everlasting. Spirit present in our lives. I like the little story of the footprints in the sand. It means so much to me and has meant so much to me in the past when the skies were leaden and my prayers didn't seem to be getting anywhere. And there were two sets of footprints going through the sand. And all of a sudden, there was only one set of footprints. And people said, God has deserted me. But you know the story as well as I do. God hadn't deserted us. He'd actually picked me up and was carrying me through the difficult time till he got to the other side of the difficulty that I was experiencing. And he put me down. And there were two sets of footprints in the sand once again. That's my God. That's my Saviour. That's my Lord. He's the one I've come to worship this morning. He's the one that I want to honour. He's the one that I want to bless. And he's the one I want to serve him with all of my heart. Serve him with all of my heart. You are my rock in times of trouble. You lift me up when I fall down all through the storm. Your love is the anchor. My hope is in you alone. I'll leave that thought with you this morning. Who am I? Who am I? Am I a child of the King? If not, now's the time. The prayer space is in the corner there. Please use it at the end of the service. Get yourself right with God this morning. If you're a child of the King and you've sort of drifted away, this prayer space is there. Come back. Because we need to serve God with all of our hearts and all of our, our lives. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you have done great things in our lives. We thank you, Lord, that in spite of the trials and difficulties of life, you are always there. We thank you, Lord, for your word that you say, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hears my voice, I will open the door and come into him, and I will sup with him. And so, Lord, we pray we'll make our hearts available to you this morning. That we'll be drawn closer to you. That we'll give our lives afresh to you. That we will become more like Jesus. Because we ask it, Lord, in and through the precious name of him who came to save us and to make us family of his, the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Amen. Amen. Amen.